From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Jim Allen, the president and CEO of the Jim Allen Group. Jim, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Let's dive in. The Jim Allen Group has consistently been recognized as a top leader in real estate in your region, as well as within Colwell Banker. As a leader of your organization, how has creativity played a significant role in your organization's long-term continued success and managing the continued growth of your team? I would say it's not just creativity, it's planning, and and it's a mixture of both. So we felt the need several years back to actually hire a full-time marketing department, which is growing annually. So we've got six full-time people in our marketing department now. And annually, we're coming up with campaigns uh, like the current one we're doing, which is almost an embarrassing one. We're doing one called GOAT in, in Raleigh for real estate because... Literally, uh, I've been the highest producing agent at Triangle since 1996. And, and throughout the portions of our career, our volume has been so much higher than others that making that claim we, is a legitimate claim in today's market. But we're, we're rolling it into very creative ways of use. Like, for example, we didn't know that, you know, of a goat is called a tribe. And so our, our team members are now our tribe and, and growing each of those individual people. And, and we've been able to help them initiate this new thing throughout all of their clients. But one of the big things we did uh, last year was to hire a full-time videographer that really tracks the progress of where our team is at any one point. But at the same time, we want to communicate back with our audience, who we believe is our clients and all the other agents in town, to give them an, an in, introspective look at what it takes day to day to accomplish the tasks that we do here. It's we find it it's an attractor uh, from outside people, and you know one of the things that we've always really stressed in our organization is just competing with ourselves rather than going out and competing with others. You know, as we gained national recognition and our numbers started climbing, um, there really wasn't someone in our local market to compete with. So what we've had to do is continually challenge ourselves. Uh, it's, it's also one of those things that's brought new blood within our organization constantly. You know, one of the other things we do to be creative is by giving back. Our campaigns are focused around giving to charities like the Helene Foundation and the Boys and Girls Club here in the Triangle. And really sponsoring those types of events uh, with other agents being able to come and participate, you know, community at large, seeing us focused and out there, you know, that's a that's definitely a relationship building tool. But there's a magazine uh, here in the Triangle called Real Producer Magazine, and they've done a lot of organization of getting agents together. And so I try to sponsor events for things like that that really gets us in front of other agents. And you know, at a recent event, 
one of the other top agents in our marketplace came up to me and they said, what do you get out of sponsoring these events? I mean, do they give you a front page this or that or the other? And it's really not that. It's really, I think as you're a leader in an industry, you're required to really give back to your industry. And, you know, if you don't start doing that, then I, I think you'll start shrinking. So that that's one of the ways you, you how is that creative? Well, doing things for other people always helps you. So that's, that's part of our creativity. And we believe, you know, the next thing is, what's our social media presence look like? You know, where are we touching people that's real? Because I think, I think the world's tired of hearing about uh, real estate agents brag about their numbers. I think they would much prefer to hear the, the inside story. Like today, when I go to my children's baseball game, you know, I'll show that, hey, I'm not going to miss those opportunities in my life. And I don't want you to miss them in yours. You know, realizing that we have to be human beings, too. That's one of our, our portions of creativity. And when we spoke to you for our annual business publication, Invest Raleigh, you mentioned how there is almost no inventory in the market at all. How is your organization remaining ahead of this issue? And what innovative methods have you used to circumvent the lack of available inventory? So it's even gotten worse since the last time we spoke. Um, our local market will we'll sell about 61, 62,000 homes this year, but there are only about 1,100 homes on the market currently. So one of the ways we've attacked that issue here, we're actually doing what's called urban infill. So I'm going out and actually purchasing homes in older neighborhoods in our communities and either splitting those lots and creating more lots, or we're doing teardown in place and rebuilds in some of the neighborhoods that have larger lots here where the price point of that neighborhood when it was originally established was never thought of to be in this area. That's one of the things we're doing to stay ahead of that edge. Uh, the other things I've started doing is actually going out and developing land in the area around us. Um, I saw a need. I've got a, a large group of custom builders that I supply lots to. And there were a lot of local developers doing it. And a lot of those folks in our market had started to age out and weren't really as active. And there wasn't really a realtor out there doing it. And so I started pitching in a few years ago, thinking I'm going to do one or two of these things. And, you know, we're currently developing around 11,000 lots around the triangle. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things you, you can't complain about not having inventory when you create it yourself. You know, you can instead look at the market and say, oh gosh, I wish I had a lot more listings. But I think that type of activity will breed lower commission structures and other things. And, you know, the way we're doing it by producing our own, we're able to keep consistently high commissions. But at the same time, we're, we're not really as reliant on the market in general. So as inventory shrinks, we increase our production on that side of lot development. What has been the biggest challenge about shifting from being predominantly a brokerage to now taking on development? Well, for me, it was really learning um, what you can pay for land. And, you know, 
what the key ingredients are and, and really formulating a team on that side as well uh, so that I could keep running the day-to-day brokerage here. So I, I say on Tuesdays is, is my day off here at, at JAG, but it's the day I spend full-time at Site, my development company, and we really pour the energy back in there. So really hiring people around me that were um, experts in their field and then trusting those folks. But really, it's been integral and it's amazing how the two businesses have meshed. Uh, I've actually trained a lot of my own agents in going out in the community and finding these land opportunities uh, rather than being reliant on commercial brokers or other people to bring those the inventory to us. And everything that's happened for us and it's not really a challenge. It's actually a, a side benefit. Everyone in our marketplace now that's thinking of selling land or, or doing something with their current residents that may be in one of those strike zones for urban redevelopment are coming to us instead of us having to reach out to them. Um, you know, one of the things that I've done is initiate a door knock campaign with my own agents and I train five of them at a time. I get them in here and I show them how to use the tax records properly. And then we actually go out and I go out to the neighborhoods. I drop them on different streets to actually knock doors the old fashioned way and try to we can find people willing to sell their homes. Shifting gears a little, with the concerns over inflation and an overheated economy due to the government spending, what are some of the methods in which you are seeing residential real estate deals being more creatively structured to account for these uncertainties? Well, we've been fortunate here in the triangle that we don't really have, the inflation hasn't impacted us since I'm in, in the, the research triangle and Apple Computers just announced it's coming here. Uh, we're, we've got 27,000 new jobs coming to the triangle. So we're not faced with it quite as much uh, what we are faced with is re-educating our own agents that there is truly a paradigm shift in terms of pricing. Uh, our local market is appreciating at a 25 to 30% annual clip right now. And it's something that we weren't used to in the past. Uh, but with salaries increasing like they have, this is something that's here to stay in the triangle. And we haven't reached our new norm yet uh, mm -hmm. at some point going forward. Uh, I, I don't really, I think people being concerned about those other issues is really an excuse. I think you adjust to whatever the market conditions are, wherever you are at a given time. And whether it's taxes that get increased or it's inflation or the fears of inflation or interest rates going up, you know, during my career, interest rates have averaged about 10% across my career, and we're less than half of that currently. So, you know, as we grow, the marketplace will initiate adjustable uh, rate mortgages will be one of the things that come into play to help people, you know, participate and still being able to buy. Things that haven't been out there. Banks haven't been able to be creative. They've got three products right now, a 30-year fixed, a 15-year fixed, and, and governmental financing. And, and that's really it. So what will happen is investors will get back into the marketplace. Uh, 
banks will be doing more short-term rates where they'll do adjustable two or three or five-year or 10-year arms again. And that's really product that during this current climb had disappeared because rates, you know, the, the solution was lower rates as low as they can go and let's let everything take off. Now, I do believe that the, the federal government's made some adjustments too quickly. I think there are parts of the country that will be plagued by it, but we're fortunate where we live. We, we were just voted the number one place in America to live, number one place in America to invest. Uh, so when you get that kind of recognition, we're a little bit immune. Raleigh is truly a desirable place to live. As we uh, close out our discussion today, how would you define creativity and what does that look like for the Jim Allen Group moving forward? Well, I, I think creativity is waking up every day and instead of viewing problems, viewing solutions, and then finding ways and methods to, to gain what your goals are. I, I think you know creativity is one of those things that enables you to reach your goals. And I think the, the primary thing to being creative is structuring and setting goals that are seem unobtainable and are just outside of your grasp, but then coming up internally with ways to actually go reach those goals. That, that's what where the creativity plays into a business and, and allows the business to actually grow. You know, we don't realize that it was being created until the solutions work and everybody else says, oh gosh, they're so creative. They're currently changing every day. Well, it's, it's true because we goal set so well. And I mean, just outside of what you can touch, you know, it, whether it's you're on a diet and you think, well, gosh, if I can lose 10 pounds, that's great. Well, set the goal at 20 and then find a way to get 20. I mean, it's, it's the same kind of creativity here. But in real estate, the unique thing that we're blessed with is land is scarce, no matter what. The Lord's not creating another earth and there's not more dirt for us to fill space in. So we have to figure out how do we use that valuable resource best. And I think that's the create creative portion, whether it's I find a residential single family lot today and I put a duplex on it instead, or I split that lot into three other lots and then do many houses on them. I mean, that's a part of what we need because, you know, one of, the, one of the challenges for our marketplace right now is going to be how do we figure out how to make home buying more affordable for the average person? And that's going to be by creating different types of unique density, high-rise condominiums, but how do you use that lot the best way to use it? And, you know, it's going to require... Um, governmental cooperation, which a lot of places don't have, including ours, and a re-education. So you have to get on all of your local boards, whether it's Home Builders or TCC or whatever the boards are in your area. You can't sit on the sidelines and watch what's happening. You have to get in and be involved in the creation process of new methods. And, you know, that's the type of creativity I'm about. It's not about 
going out and painting pictures and figuring out, you know, the best way to display something. It's figuring a way to reuse things we already have. Well, certainly a dynamic market, and I very much enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much, Jim. You're welcome. Thank you. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.